It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sausage gravy last night. Man, was that good. Nobody likes it but me. Maybe like not only not in my family, I don't think anybody in America. Perhaps on planet Earth. What? There might be starving people in parts of China. You know, there are 30 million people in China who still live in caves. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. No. But um tenth of the US population lives in caves. As it were. They yeah. wouldn't eat my sausage gravy, probably. But I, I think it's I think it's delicious. Biscuits, like biscuits and gravy gravy. Yeah, well, mine comes out. Really thick, oh! Eating it with a mm. fork? Oh, easily. Not that. Not no exaggeration whatsoever. In fact, a it's gelatinous. Easy, huh? It's actually easier to eat with a. No, it's not gelatinous. It's more of a huh? solid. You want some sausage? It's, it's easier to eat with a fork. It's more like mashed potatoes than it is gravy. For some reason, I just can't get it runnier. If I, whenever I try to get it runnier by adding milk or whatever, then I have to add more like cornstarch or whatever, and I end up with like five gallons of it. <laughs> and then what am I going to do with all that gravy? Bring it wow. in. <laughs> wow. Just well, way too much gravy. It's not gravy if it's not a liquid. Well, then what is it? Excellent question, Jack. <laughs> it's something nobody wants to eat, apparently. It's a sickener. It's a sickener. Delicious sausage balls. I have to come up with a name for it. Sausage scoops. So I was ve- very unhappy to see this headline this morning. WHO finishes investigation in China finds uh, animals to blame. So the original story of it started in the wet market from a bat, they say, is the likely way the virus that has changed all our lives started, as opposed to that laboratory, which is right there like a block away. That experiments on precisely this kind of virus and has a terrible, shoddy record for safety. It's not that. It's the explanation that has China completely innocent. So I was watching Bill Maher a couple of weeks ago, and he had I've these two. I never wanted to say bull s more. I know on the air. That's bull s. I hope the world doesn't Bullshit. put. 
That's right, Mr. President. Former, sir. And, and Trump might have said that today if he was still president. I hope the Biden administration pushes back on this or tries to d- d- come up with some info. Um, but this was from Bill Maher a couple of weeks ago when he had on two researchers who had written a long article in The New Yorker, Atlantic, uh, New someplace. York Magazine. New York Magazine. Yeah. About how, look, the most likely thing is it happened at that lab. It's not even a theory. We'll, we'll, we'll let the conversation play out here. here. Is how it was on Bill Maher. Let's talk about that. The fact that there is this lab, I think it's the only one in the world quite like it, in Wuhan, where it started. It would almost be a conspiracy theory to think it didn't start in a lab. <laughs> right? And, and, and that theory was demonized at first, that, oh, it can't, that, come on, that's conspiracy thinking, that it would started in the lab. But it, it certainly is a 50-50, would you say that? Oh, uh, it's far more likely than that. As a matter of fact, right. I said, I think in June, that the chances that it came from the lab looked to me to be about 90%. Okay. Um, so this was never a conspiracy theory. In fact, that term is simply used to make it go away. It's a, a, an obvious hy- hypothesis that is in need of testing, and we are only now, a year in, getting to the point where we can discuss it out loud without being stigmatized. Okay. A big part of the problem, of course, is that... We are so politicized, we are so polarized and partisan now as a country that if the wrong guy proposed this to begin with, and for half the country it was the wrong guy, then the rest of the country says, no way, no how, we're going to call that a conspiracy theory, and and we're never going to revisit it. So, um, because Trump said it started, likely started in the lab there, that has been considered a conspiracy theory at this point. A completely and useless term. At this Yahoo point. News's headline the day after that Bill Maher episode was Bill Maher spread Steve Bannon conspiracy about COVID virus. So you've got these scientists who, and this is a long interview. It's pretty interesting if you want to, if you want to watch it. They explain in detail how this virus would be very, very, that's why he says it's 90%. It would be very unlikely that a virus would occur in nature like this, this perfect. It's almost a perfect virus in its ability to transmit from human to human, human to animals as easily as it does, and be make you so sick for whatever reason, and I don't understand it. Usually the ones that make you crazy sick, like kill a lot of people, don't spread very easily. And the ones that spread really, really easily don't make you that sick or kill very many people. The combination is not something. So in the lab there in in China, they created this perfect virus to study. I don't think they released it on purpose to try to kill the world or anything like that. But they created this lab, and they're sloppy there. They created it in the lab. They're sloppy. They let it get out. For some reason, and I don't know what leverage freaking China has over the WHO, because the WHO wanted to get in there for weeks and had to negotiate for weeks with China before they would even let them in. It's been they've been trying to get in for a year, but even well, this right. most recent trip, it took weeks to get in there to Wuhan, and then they come out and make this statement where they say, "No, we've done the research, and it looks like it started in that bat market." As a matter of fact, it might have started with frozen food shipped in from other countries. And then I got this quote from this guy from the WHO. One of the researchers, Dr. Ben Embarek, um, said, da-da-da, studies suggest there may have been cases in Italy in late November. We should really go and search for evidence of earlier circulation in other parts of the world. So they're suggesting it actually started in some other country other than China, and we need to go investigate that. Wow. Now, wow. Come on, China. They were not saying this fairly recently. They themselves said the likelihood of frozen food from another country is very, very low. Come on, that's bunk. 
Right. They said the likelihood that it started in the, in the bat market was low. And nobody was talking about it starting in a different country other than China. But all of a sudden, now they are? Yeah, and, and it happens to be exactly what President Xi has been saying? Yeah, and, and please, cops listening, how do you like the idea of you get a warrant and the judge says, yeah, you can go in, bust that meth lab, but you have to let them know you're coming, and then you have to wait a year. You don't think the Chinese Communist Party can clean up all the evidence? I mean, it's just, it's laughable. This lab had a terrible safety record, according to our own State Department. They reported it repeatedly. And, and you know, the Wall Street Journal says it's in the same city, Wuhan. It's in the same freaking neighborhood as where it first popped up on everybody's map. Oh. And so after months and months and months of begging the Chinese communists, can we come investigate it? They hold the press conference in Wuhan under the watchful eye of the commies. And, and and let the Communist Party off the hook. It's Please, who would believe this crap? Well, so the left media. I get, you know, what you said, that they, they had a year to clean it up, obviously. Makes perfectly good sense. But what leverage does China have over the World Health Organization that would make them go along with... Yeah, in fact, it might have started in another country. That's what we need to investigate. What's their leverage? Are they just buying them off? I don't know, buying them off, threatening them. I don't know. China is so incredibly good at being bad, it's difficult to know what levers they used. Oh, my God, I hope there's pushback against this. So far, every news outlet I've seen has just stated it as fact. Well, the World Health Organization has looked into the origins of the COVID virus and found that it started with animals in a market. And then usually that news organization will have to throw in President Trump had claimed blah, 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 blah to make it a right. Trump was wrong again story. Yeah, yeah. I love how one of the WHO people praised the safety uh, protocols in place at that lab. Come on. It's it's known that their safety protocols were bad. It's It's exactly like Bill Maher said. It would almost have to be a conspiracy for it not to start in that lab. Right. That's right. the that's the Ackman's razor explanation. Sure. The most obvious explanation. So you have our State Department scientists saying repeatedly in the last couple of years they don't follow their safety standards here. Their lab security is terrible. You have stories of scientists selling lab animals for meat and that sort of thing. Um, just because they want the money. And, and then for the WHO, see, if the WHO just stayed pretty neutral, and said, nah, it just, we really think it came from nature or the market or whatever. That, that's fine. But it's almost uh, the lady denieth too much ish. Absolutely. They're praising their safety standards. That's crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It's, it's premeditated. It's, it's evil. Well, it's or dishonest. as the Wall Street Journal says, WHO researchers, including this doctor, had previously deemed the likelihood of transmission to humans through frozen, frozen food as being very low. But now they're saying, eh, there's a chance that's what happened. And then where do you come up with, uh, it might have started in Norway. Yeah, that's it, or Italy, someplace. I don't know. There's some stories about that. Well, let's go investigate that. Yeah, yeah we got some fish sticks tasting kind of funny that summer. Yeah. It, it's beyond fishy, if you'll pardon the expression. And uh, I, God, I hope there's pushback on that. Is China that dominant a force now? That they control the World Health Organization to the point that they'll lie about where the worst virus in a century has happened? Well, some of the head guys at the WHO are uh, citizens of Chinese client states. I mean, if I'm the director of the WHO, and my government comes to me and says, if you uh, poke China in the chest even a little bit, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're, your kids are all going to get arrested. 
You know, we're going to shut down your wife's business, whatever. There are so many levers they could use. And there's not anybody with the uh, the courage to stand up and just say that into a microphone? I guess not. Not I one person? I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. As you heard those researchers there say, it's 90% likely in their eyes yeah, that it started yeah. in the lab. Well, like that gal said, the worst thing that happened to justice because of the Trump derangement syndrome among American media, the worst thing that happened was Trump saying, I think it came from that lab. If he had said, and the, the, the Yahoo News headline, where they say Bill Maher pushes, well, first of all, Bill Maher wasn't pushing anything. He was interviewing a couple of very serious scientists. The Steve Bannon theory. Why is it all ad hominem attacks? Why is it all who's saying it as opposed to the validity of the argument? Steve Bannon's an incredibly smart guy. I mean, he's wrong about some stuff. He's dishonest about some stuff. But the fact that it can be knee-jerk dismissed because it came out of his mouth is, well, it's just, it's it's illogical. It's It's dishonest. It's lying. Most evil regime on earth, and so many people standing up for him, whether it's Disney or the NBA or the WHO, yeah. it's trouble. Yeah. People saying how this is an awful country while China runs concentration camps that are perpetrating horrific crimes against humanity. Now, the, this is a low point in American media right now. Is there any salvaging the souls and intellects of American journalists? I'd like to think there is because... The opposite, the of the other choice is, is too awful to contemplate. Uh, we have a bunch of other stuff we have to get to. What do I have here? I'm looking through my notes real fast. Um, oh, Major League Baseball has uh, renewed some of their oh, wacky yeah. COVID rules. Yep. Uh, also, my alma mater has been beaten down by a court who told them, quit censoring student speech. It's a huge comeuppance against uh, political correctness on campus. And a fashion trend, particularly for ladies, but could be everyone, a fashion trend you're going to be surprised by, but you want to get on board. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, fashion tip for you in a second, but we got this text. I'm, I am too trusting, uh, as cynical as I am, I might not be cynical enough. We got this text. You're questioning whether the WHO is corrupt. It is pretty silly that I don't just immediately assume they're taking checks. See the UN. See the US, the World Olympic Committee. There have been yeah. so many world organizations that were just through and through, just flat out, people writing them checks corrupt. Right. Why would crime the, syndicates, why essentially. Would the, why could the World Health Organization not be the same? Yeah, so come on, grow up, Jack, grow up. By their um, very nature, they make it so easy to siphon off cash. Here's the fashion tip I came across over the weekend. Long, undesirable, dark under-eye circles have become cool. What? People are taking makeup and giving themselves dark circles underneath their eyes. All right. To look tired. I wonder if maybe it's millennials. They sleep till noon in their parents' house. They need to look like they were doing something. I don't know what it is, but... Millennials are almost 40 now, by the way. (laughs) It's time to get out of the house and do something. What is the one after millennials? Uh, Gen Z. Gen Z. A.K.A. Zoomers, which was an unfortunate moniker given to them 
Because over history, people will assume that refers to the kids who went to school during the Zoom time. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Oh, interesting. If indeed, you know, this endures and anybody's talking about it in 15 years. Hmm. Uh, so seven inning doubleheaders and runners starting on second base to start extra innings will return for the second straight season in Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball is planning to do a full season on time, right? Start on time, end on time. Well, y- 162 yeah. games. Yeah, um, the there were ten, I think ten or twelve mayors of towns in the Phoenix area, where the uh, about half of spring training games take place. The Cactus League, they call it. Uh, about uh, ten or twelve mayors uh, sent a letter to Major League Baseball I, asking them to, to delay for a month. I just caught on to the fact that the Cactus League is in Arizona and the Grapefruit League is in Florida. Should we talk slower for the rest of the segment? I just caught on to that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I knew those names, but I never knew which one was where. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's cute. (laughs) It's like, I I didn't know until I was in my 40s that there's a little arrow next to the gas pump in your car that Mm -hmm. tells you what side the tank is on. I never knew that. So if I... I couldn't remember my whole life if I can remember if I'm in a car like a rental or something like that. I have to open the door and see if the tank's on my side. Yeah, I think we all have those little things that were very late to the party. But um, that I also can't sense. tie my shoes, or uh, <laughs> nor did I graduate from high school. <laughs> That's nice. Well, so there were 78 extra inning games last year, uh, and the longest by innings were a pair of 13 inning contests at Houston. Um, every previous season since 1901 had at least one game of 15 innings or longer. They're just for, they just wanted to reduce the wear and tear on the players, I guess. Mm. Um, try to keep everybody healthier. You know, I, I'm, I'm a baseball semi purist. Joe's a purist. No, I'm not, but he doesn't like it if the ball's not stuffed with feathers. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) I hate the designated hitter, but, um, the game's got to adjust to the modern era. Yeah. Or or it will go away. I am torn on baseball in that I hate the DH, but I also hate that pitchers can't hit. So I don't know what to do about that. Well, get to get the pitchers some batting practice for God's sake. Get some, you know, to work on it more. You got a good hitting pitcher in your uh, on your uh, team. It's great. They got to just asset. they got to do whatever shortens the game and speeds it up. That's yeah. clearly what needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, we do not have time. I want to pay this off, but the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign had to settle a uh, free speech lawsuit against an advocacy organization, and they got utterly pantsed because what they were doing is indefensible in the United States of America. And I, as an alum, want to smack them good and hard for what they've done. I'm going to paint some dark circles under my eyes during the break so I can look fashionable. Oh, wait, I don't have to. <laughs> all, all that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, before kickoff, President Biden was interviewed on CBS, and he talked about how he used to dream about playing in the NFL, but the position he mentioned sounded a little dated. Watch this. So many people may not know that you were once a pretty good receiver yourself back in the day. I had wild dreams. It wouldn't be president. I thought I could be a flanker back in the (laughs) NFL. Flanker back? (laughs) Kind of crazy that our new president is older than the forward pass, isn't that why? (laughs) Even the Vince Lombardi hologram was like, how old is this guy? (laughs) But I was like, just like every kid, I wanted to be a flanker back for the NFL's top team, the Delaware Dirt Devils. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's just uh, naked ageism against an old fella. That position existed. <clears throat> I remember flankers. <clears throat> the dirt devils. That's kind of uh, funny. Uh, so, uh, oh, Jamaica got, is we, running out of pod. They're calling it a cultural embarrassment. Yes? <laughs> uh, my story about my sausage gravy. So, this is more like jello. Yes, it is sausage jello. Oh, my God. The way, tell me it's cold. the way I make it. it. It jiggles just like Joe. Oh, it's just oh, so wrong. Oh. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. I ate like a half a pound of it last night. Wow. You are clearly hard of tasting. So my you are a child. <clears throat> my beloved alma mater, the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, which is not beloved in the least anymore. I feel about it like a lot of people feel about their ex-wives. Oh, it's just it's it's uh, an acrimonious uh, departure. <laughs> <laughs> But they just got hammered by the the good folks at Speech First, 
who, together with FIRE, the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, are doing great work with tearing down these idiotic un-American speech codes and review boards and the rest of it that these uh, factories of indoctrination that our universities have become are using against the kids, always conservative kids, by the way, libertarian kids. Um, They filed the lawsuit in May of 2019. They challenged the constitutionality of Illinois' policy of pre-approving all political flyers. Can you imagine the delusion of university officials who think, and keeping in mind now, college kids are allegedly adults, that they gave themselves the right to pre-approve political speech? I mean, that's not like Constitutional Law 101. That's that's like you've ever heard of the Constitution. It's pretty off the rails. Good and Lord. and how many people were involved in that decision and were aware of it and didn't raise their hand and say hey, we can't do that? Well, yeah. Not only did nobody do that, apparently, or not enough people. They actually instituted it as a policy and followed it for a couple of years. They also had no contact directives. It was essentially like a restraining order. If if some woke kid said uh, Joe Getty committed a microaggression against me. He couldn't remember my name, and I believe it's because I'm a person of color. The university would issue a no-contact directive, meaning if I saw that person coming, I had to run in the other direction. The legal challenge also further aimed to strip bias response officials of their authority to discipline students. Bias response officials. That's what I do at the university. I'm a bias response official. You're and I, now. I make the laws, I enforce them, and I administer the punishments as well. Because the if res- anybody says anything that's biased, I have to punish them. Exactly. And the resolution of this case came just days ahead of the deadline of its review by the Supreme Court. And I am, part of me is bummed, although the university capitulated completely. Uh, press release by Speech First said yesterday, as a result of Speech First's lawsuit, the university agreed to forever repeal its unconstitutional flyer policy. They also made specific guarantees about students' free speech rights concerning the bias response teams and the issuance of no-contact directives. Those are those restraining orders. Prior to this settlement agreement, the university had never made those representations anywhere in its policies, um, and they, they're calling it a huge win. So it's unfreaking believable You know, I, I love Sam Harris. He's a super smart guy. He has a podcast. And even if I don't agree with him, it's always thought-provoking. But he has this enormous blind spot about universities in America. I think he's picturing the way they were when he went to school or something. Um, and, and, and he doesn't understand what insidious laboratories of indoctrination so many of them have become. And, you know, unconstitutional indoctrination labs, no less. So way to go, free speech. Or, I'm sorry, speech first. Well done. California is going to become the first state, or they're working on it, uh, a bill. It will be the first state to have it a law. No stealthing during sex. I don't know how often this happens. No what? Stealthing, Joe. It's like planking. No, it's <laughs> nothing like planking. <laughs> Howling? It's uh, you got a condom on, and then you slip it off when nobody notices. Oh, Oh, that's that's not good. No, it's incredibly uncool. But you're riding dirty. Wouldn't that be already be something? Mm, yeah, you'd think you can charge somebody with fraud. And how often does this happen? Wait, if we start bringing fraud charges into sex, I <laughs> oh man, I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> I'll be loving you all night long for ten seconds. You're going to enjoy this. <laughs> fraud charges? What? <laughs> 
You read there, there, there ought to be some pre-existing crime. That's what I was thinking. But uh, yeah, that's that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah, and it illustrates once again why there are different laws for men and women because there are differences between men and women, and I don't mean people who call themselves women. I mean people who have ovaries and a JJ and the rest of it. How does this happen, I wonder, though? What do you mean, how does it happen? How often does it happen? Oh, 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 sorry. Is it common? I don't know. Common enough to need a law, I guess? But I don't know if that's and really a... nickname? A... Stealthing? Yeah. yeah. It must be somewhat common. I guess. Jamaica's running out of pot, Jack. <laughs> Speaking of my college years... Heavy rains followed by an extended drought, an increase in local consumption, and a drop in the number of marijuana farmers have caused a shortage in the island's famed but largely illegal market. It's a cultural embarrassment, said Tristan Thompson, chief opportunity explorer for a consulting and brokerage firm for the country's nascent legal cannabis industry. You know, back in the day when everybody joked about pot in Jamaica and Rastafarians and the rest of it, it actually was illegal. And if the government decided to target you, they would just, you know, wait on in and bust the Rastas. Um, so this is our segment around the world. No, my segment is always, what in the world? That's it. That's it. Michael, cue the music. Cue the music. We were just in Jamaica. <laughs> now we're in Ecuador. Gorillas try to sway election. Birds blow it for them. Gorillas or gorillas? Well, it's gorillas, but the headline is better if you say gorillas. (laughs) Gorillas try to sway election. Birds blow it for them. Anyway, they made a video. Well, I'll just read it as it's written. Manuel Sanchez, a bird-watching guide based in Ecuador, was watching a video shared on social media supposedly showing three armed left-wing men from Colombia's ELN guerrilla force deep in the Colombian jungle making known their preference for Andres Arras, a leftist candidate. Except as the video went on, Sanchez heard something strange, a bird call in the background. I recognized the whistle instantly, he said. I knew that the video could not have been filmed in Colombia. In a series of tweets, he identified the noisiest bird as a pale brown timomor, which lives only in the tiny, rare, dry forest of the western part of the country. So he's able to figure out that it was a fake video. Wow, that's just like that Augusta National, the CBS piping and bird sounds in the Masters scandal that shook America. So these are like <laughs> these are like armed dudes saying, "Hey, we're we're here by the polling place, letting you know that we support yeah. this guy. So if you don't support this guy, look out for us." But yeah. it turns somebody like hey, that's not my neighborhood. <laughs> the scandal that shook America. <laughs> they had non-indigenous bird sounds for the Masters. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Fraud. More fraud charges. <laughs> we can't stand for these sorts of shenanigans. Um, oh, these shenanigans. Third grade class in Cupertino, California, forced third graders to deconstruct their racial identities, then rank themselves according to their power and privilege. Third graders. I would never have my kid go back to that school when they yeah. told me what had happened. You know, we just did political correctness run amok, so we'll probably hang on to that. That's just amazing. What is wrong with you people? And this is, you know, this is a place with a median home price of $2.3 million in the middle of Silicon Valley. Intelligence and wisdom are practically strangers. They have very little relationship. Uh, We got the British variant of the COVID where I live now, and... um, 
probably is everywhere. We just don't know it yet. First reported case. I took a COVID test yesterday. I got to admit, I'm kind of uh, looking forward to getting the test back. But when you get the results, so that means I didn't have the COVID, most likely, because they're not Mm -hmm. perfect, but they're pretty good. Um, I didn't have the COVID when I took that test. But that doesn't mean I didn't get it yesterday, later in the day, or today. Right, I so, coughed a couple of times today. I could have sprayed you right in the face. And I'm not trying to poo-poo any of this stuff. I think it's a no. good idea. But how often are you supposed to get the test? I know colleges are doing a, a huge group of students every single week. Uh, Delaney, in her final semester, and they were mostly remote, I think she said she got tested three times. But if you, you, you'd almost have to do it weekly. And even if you do it weekly, okay, so sometime in the last week I got COVID, so I could have been spreading it any time in the last week. You know, that's being really, tested weekly. I'm shocked that we're not, we as a country are not doing more of the, and it involves poo poo and pee pee, but let's all be adults here. Doing the, uh, I can't remember You're the term. You're the for one it. who just talked like a two year old. Child? Yeah, because I knew it was Can you coming. say feces and urine like a grown-up? <laughs> oh, boy, listen to that. Putting on the adult hat, are you? So uh, why aren't they not doing more of the uh, source system tests where they do a test from a neighborhood or a dorm? And if you get a positive, then everybody in that dorm gets tested. More targeted, uh, you know, macro testing. Got to do more of that. Man, this response has been bad. Can you drop off your wee-wee or your boom-boom somewhere and have somebody look at it? <laughs> I suppose I could. Perhaps uh, I'll make some calls. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. You were a child. Go do something else. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So impeachment starts today. Um, Arguments for four hours on whether or not it's constitutional. Then there will be a vote. It's a 50-50 Senate with Democrats controlling it. So I assume they'll say it is. And then they'll be able to move forward from there with the arguments tomorrow. If you missed our previous discussion of why the single article that he incited the insurrection Trump did with that speech, which is silly because that's easily defendable, defensible, um, that was intentional to make Republicans vote against conviction. So Nancy can use it in the uh, next election. So, But we explained at greater length and earlier on, grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. We talked about this earlier, too, uh, the the hack of a little water treatment plant in a small Florida city. It reminds me, Jack, of, uh, in a way, uh, the first uh, attempt to, to bring down the World Trade Center. Now, some crazy old blind sheik and his followers tried to blow up the building, and it hurt some people, killed some people. It's terrible. But then we f- forgot about it. There was no greater you know, significance attached to it, and we continued to sleep through history. Um this is a hack of the water treatment plant in Oldsmar, Florida. It's 15,000 people. It's in the Tampa Bay area. Um, and the hacker. That's a good analogy. The, yeah, I think it, I think it really is an early attempt by somebody to try something. They raised the level of sodium hydroxide, which is the main ingredient in drain cleaner from 100 parts per million to 11,000 parts per million, which it, uh, would have badly sickened or killed people. I agree with Sean. Why is it even capable of doing that? 
if you well, would never do it. It's just because it's cheaper to have somebody with a touchpad can do it, uh, you know, online than have some big burly guy opening and closing valves. So has this stuff just been in the water that I've been drinking all along? Is this just a common thing in, like, city drinking water? Well, I have a reason. I have a, an idea. I think it probably raises uh, alkalinity when you need that. Okay. Just tiny little parts of it, tiny little bits. But in too much, alkalinity, it becomes Is that bad. the word? It's one of the words that's involved uh, as a man with a hot tub. Um, <laughs> Sick brags, bro. Your, your, your pH, all yes. that sort of stuff. That's what I'm talking about. you got to get about. it just right or get the funk. You know, your uh, your tungsten and your, uh, your uh, what is it, Bill Murray saying, Caddyshack? I'm reading about your uh, your chinch bugs and your... Uh... <laughs> How many times have we used our hot tub this year? You ask me. <laughs> Go ahead. And I think it cost four grand. Good Lord. That's a How cheap many? one. That's How a cheap times? one. I got the really? cheap one. Ah, you got to buy them used. Did you buy it used? No. No. You didn't want to picture other people floating around in there? Mm. Human soup. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't used it this year. Ofer? Ofer. Oh, man. I don't that... think we used it in December either. I think if we I had a place to put it, I'd buy it for you. I'd buy it from you. I didn't give you $800. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the idea was for my son's health, so that's what made me pull the trigger. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have bought it if it was just for, you know, so we can sit in a hot tub and be hot tub yeah. people. Um <laughs> What does that mean? It's relaxing. It loosens the muscles. Why do you judge? Why must you always judge? I don't know. I'm picturing Speedos and bikinis and oils and dance music. Oils? Um, no, you don't. Oils? Dance? What? But it was Time for machines? my son's health, and he just doesn't do you, use do it very often. associate hot tubs with swingers culture? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. That's that's what I'm saying. Wow. Hot tubs are for swingers. <laughs> Old simple jack. And we're not swingers, so I don't know why we got a hot tub because my son. I thought we thought it would help him out, and so we don't we don't use it very often. And that's what I was afraid would happen. Anyway, back to the water. Yeah, the New York Times goes into some detail pointing out that Russian hackers in nineteen oh, well, I'm sorry, in twenty twelve, they started probing American energy companies and energy uh, utilities. Uh, they did some dirty stuff to Ukraine. They brought down their power grid. They reached far enough into American power plants in 2017 to manipulate their controls just to see if they could, but we caught on to it. So this easily, easily could be Russia experimenting now with water supply. Absolutely. I don't want the show to be over, but I am ready to listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong I got a good final thought. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Well, that's exciting. We're going to get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He's our technical director, pushing the buttons in the control room. Michael, final thought. Yeah, if I could hack into something, um, I would love to hack into city electronic signs. I'd put up a sign that says, Bigfoot and Godzilla, two miles ahead, avoid left lane. (laughs) (laughs) I would like that if you did that. Positive Sean, our producer, final thought. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to put something together for my uh, my Friday edition of the One More Thing podcast where I go over just kind of some basic digital literacy and some videos that you can maybe show your parents or other people in your life so you cannot get scammed uh, like uh, like someone in my family did. Uh, I'm going mm. to try to, I don't know, I'll try to find something that I can put together that, that'll help in some way. A public service for once. Fabulous. Jack, a final thought for us? I just realized, thanks with the help of Sean, that I have a view of hot tubs because my first hot tubbing experience, I'd never been in one until I was like 19, 20 years old. And my boss at the time had a 
hot tub that would use, and it was used purely for debauchery. And I mean, it was just the most debauched of debauchery all the time. So in my mind, that's what a hot tub is. Whereas if I had been introduced to hot tubs by, you know, my grandpa with a bad back, right. I would think it was, well, she gets sore muscles from gardening. That's what it's for. No, but in my mind, a hot tub is my, my old boss and his lifestyle. Chest hair, open shirts, lots of chains. Well, I've, I've been told by friends of mine who are unfortunately perverts that hot tubs were also a mainstay of 70s porn. So, <laughs> so I wonder if that's imprinted on your brain. God, this guy would not have survived the Me Too movement if he were still around. <laughs> oh, no. my God. Well, he was a, a bit of an ass hat on several different uh, No, this fronts, boss was he? fun. He was a good guy. My oh, very first guy. radio boss. He was a good time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Saw him. Saw his unit more often than you should of any boss. Oh, but what? The hot tub, man. Co-workers coming over is crazy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Jiminy. So many time. people thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, you can buy some cool swag. The A&G Stupid Should Hurt masks are available. See you tomorrow. We'll talk about whatever. God bless America. The selfish special interests have won. Decency and democracy have lost. Can trash. Oh, my word. Can I ask our producers, can we uh, get out of here, please? Okay. Cheer, boo, yay, game over, let's go home. I thought everything was over. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! So let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. When it comes on for you to go, you have to go. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.